Welcome to Something Crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut. Welcome to Something Crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to Something Crunchy. in the studio with T-Wolf and Zombie. Let's put them up! <laughs> Simple and classic. How are we feeling tonight? <laughs> I'm terrified for what you have in store for us tonight, brother. Ooh. So true. It's good. Crunchtober has been good so far. Has been. We're about to turn it up a notch. It it gets wilder. It gets better. It gets after better that. after that. Before we get started, don't you guys sleep on the big discounts you can get on those big watches over at Invicta. Discount code CRUNCHY for up to 35% off. And the deadline for the 8080 38th Dream Car giveaway is almost here. Do encourage you to check out the quality apparel 8080 has to offer, especially those sweats this time of year. They're offering double entries right now, meaning every dollar you spend gives you two entries to win a 2017 Acura NSX plus $30,000 in cash. Biscuits! Just between us girls. Mm-hmm. You uh, like those high-production haunted houses? Is that what you like to do? <laughs> I love them. I love them so much. Fuck you yeah. love them? No. If it has like a celebrity name attached to it, extra points. Because, you know, they're not going to just put their name on crap. On, yeah. Tis the season for a good haunted house, but it's 2020, so we don't get these things anymore. Fortunately for you, we got some stories tonight so crunchy, they'll slap your tits off. (laughs) All right, that's overselling it a bit. But they're funny, okay? We do funny here. Of course. Y'all know I can hang with the haunted house stories, too. Yes. Mm -hmm. As you know, I have successfully hooked up in a haunted house attraction without getting caught even, which was disappointing. And I'd say I'd unsuccessfully took a bunch of shrooms before entering Texas' largest haunted house with 3D effects and the glasses. Glitter. Yeah. Glitter. That was uh, closer to a war story. Two girlfriends with two totally different Blake stories. These haunted house stories definitely put out. And let's start with the best stories from guests. I'm excited. Don't drink and haunt. I was so lost and stumbling my way through these houses. There was like five. Lost my group in the first house. Didn't realize I was alone until the third. Instead of pressing on and just thinking logically, oh, they went ahead and I'll catch up or meet with them at the end. I go backwards. Heading back to the previous houses the wrong way. Oh my god, no. no. This was a bad move. People were so pissed. Half thought I was trying to scare them, but in shitty drunk guy costume, the staff wouldn't break character but kept trying to direct me the other way. And I got so turned around forgetting which direction was what. I found my way between two of the houses and just yacked in front of like a hundred people. <laughs> I mean, ugly puking, fully standing up in the middle of a crowd while looking for people I knew. Scary puking. <laughs> I was escorted out by security shortly after that. I went to go hurl a bit more in the parking lot. And probably <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the way. To, you're just like by yourself or you eventually find your friends. Like, oh, how'd it go? <laughs> I feel like I've drank before going into a haunted house. I don't think I remember coming in like sloppy drunk because I feel like you should know better than that. You should know better before taking booze yeah, too. But totally. <laughs> <you should. laughs> yeah, because everything you did was completely by the book. I never recommend drinking before an expensive experience. <laughs> if you want to remember something that you're paying a lot of money for, probably don't just get boozed up. Unless it's like the right concert. That's totally boozable. A football That's why game you too. do certain drugs. <laughs> <laughs> you do the good stuff that you remember afterwards. October 2014. Best haunted house ever. It wasn't even a good house, to be honest. A low-budget local <laughs> one. But I went with a big group, and we all took E. Fun. See? Exactly. Yeah. I was never scared the whole time, but rather would just critique each actor on their performances. Exactly. And tell the good ones that they were good. You're not scared. There were blacklight rooms, which we favored, and I was practically making out with my crush like the whole night, which was awesome. <laughs> even the music we found fun in there. It was the most fun night, except I lost my shoe and kept stepping on rocks and shit. <laughs> see that's a great night that's everything i was just saying it, do, it was like the perfect story to follow yeah, to up, follow your up point. Exactly. it's true and yeah. that's so point, much of a better made. haunted house but it's it, so true it doesn't make it scary and you would be like you're good you're no doing such a good like job you are really everyone. good i you're like so cute you're talented you are worthy <laughs> <laughs> public service announcement never 
be the cool parent to take your kids and their friends to a haunted house. <laughs> I took my boys to their first real haunted house and not some walkthrough at someone's house in the neighborhood. They ended up each inviting a couple of friends, and the next thing I know, I have a van full of boys and not one parent offering the chaperone. <laughs> they were so not ready for this shit. My youngest was crying the whole time. One of the boys peed himself, and I lost two others. Literally had to get staff involved with flashlights to help find these boys after I couldn't find oh them. Oh, my God. Staff. Oh, that's a nightmare. Where the fuck is Jimmy? <laughs> they were the older, more explorative ones and got ahead and actually found them taunting one of the actors locked in a cage. It was a miserable nightmare, and I needed an adult for every boy there plus one for me. I'll never do it again. Not ever. <laughs> <laughs> done you guys figure it I'm out done. Done. i'm done did it done i feel like as a parent you always go to that like one concert or that one movie or that and one you're like, that you're like yep and that's it and that's it that was the last time <laughs> that was an awful experience and, and i'd never like to do that again next time it's the neighbor's turn I'm not doing <laughs> teenagers are a nightmare i had a huge crush on one of my cousin's friends one year he came with us to the headless horseman hayride fifth house in this guy with a chainsaw got me good no i mean like i actually peed myself for some reason i ran out of the house yelling i peed thinking my brother would be out there to laugh with me since you know he went into the house ahead instead the only person outside happened to be my crush <laughs> shit <laughs> i peed shit yes <laughs> not who i expected <laughs> what are you doing here Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm fucking embarrassed <laughs> My sister and I went to the House of Torment in Austin when I was 16. That sounds familiar. <laughs> we were getting super scared and super baked, as per usual at these haunted houses. But at a point, I just couldn't take it anymore. Literally dropped to the ground because I was so high. <laughs> so high. I can't, I can't keep going. My sister proceeded to pick me up and practically drag me through the rest of this house while making the angriest face I've ever seen. She was in full protection mode. What was funny was that after she started making that face, literally no one was popping out to scare us. <laughs> I actually saw one guy about to jump out at us, but he saw our face and retreated. She literally scared <laughs> the people that were supposed bitch. to scare us. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's that must funny. have been a face. Yeah, it's scary bitch face right there. Like just like protecting just her pissed off sister just who got too high. Don't even like, try and scare I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> The first time I was ever in a professional haunted corn maze, I was like 12. I was there with my mom, dad, brother, and a couple of our friends. About one minute into the maze, a zombie clown with a chainsaw jumped out of the corn. Oh, no. And pass. full on ran at me. I screamed, turned around, and made a jump into my mother's arms that would have impressed Scooby and Shaggy. <laughs> she had a broken ankle at the time. She was even wearing a walking boot. We both went down hard. Fell off the jetway again. <laughs> Poor mom got even Sorry. more beat up. <laughs> Falling off of the hayride when you already have a boot on. Oh. <laughs> mom! <laughs> no, no. Stop that the That does sound like awful, though. I mean, I probably would have done the same. It was my goal in life to get a haunted house blowjob. <laughs> I've had this on my mind for a really long time, but never had the right girlfriend or the right circumstances to make it happen. I finally started dating this girl that fit the blowjob-giving window of our relationship. And October comes around. This is my This year. was it. Conditions are perfect. <laughs> I straight up told her what I wanted to do, and she was into it. Or at least pretended to be. I was so fucking excited. I'm like Jojo so the Indian excited. Circus Boy with my naughty new pet. Pretty new pet. I was so fucking excited. It was time to research the best haunted house. I needed a big one with secluded areas. I also needed to determine the night with the least amount of people, you know, for the blowjob. Yeah. I picked the place, excellent reviews, <laughs> and I picked the night. I even picked a dress of hers I liked and wanted her to wear. I wow. prepped like it was going to be filmed, and when the night came, I was way more pumped than she was. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker. God damn it. Yeah, she's Get like, this over can't with. wait for this. We waited in a long-ass line. There were tons of people. Still determined. We get, <laughs> we get in. I don't care the slightest bit about the scares, the actors, or the elaborate setups. I care about a dark corner or some room you can get behind the props. We're about halfway through this thing now, and not even close to a good spot. It's like they knew you were looking for a place to get a blowjob and strategically made it where you couldn't do it. But then, I found a spot. Wasn't ideal, 
But best yet, yes. I about shove her into this little room inside a room divided by sheets, and it's time. The second I get her on her knees, dude walks in and is like, uh-uh, guys, keep it moving. Oh, Busted. Of course. Bam. Like five embarrassing minutes later, we find an even better spot. We scurry over, and I know I'm only going to need like 30 seconds. <laughs> this time I actually get my peen out, and the same thing happened. The same fucking guy, even. Oh, no. He'd been same follow- guy. He'd been following us, knowing I'm still going to want that blowjob. They must get a lot of blows there. <laughs> he obviously was right. <laughs> <laughs> and we get kicked out for attempted fellatio. <laughs> attempted fellatio. Attempted fellatio in the second degree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's hilarious. It wasted like 40 bucks. Just pay me 20. It kind of needs to, yeah, it needs to not be a, a big one, a huge one. It needs to be like kind of like Find a Find one that incorporates the woods, too. That yeah, oh, woods. Yeah, and pay me 20 bucks, and I'll come and scare you. Just keep it in the car, and when it's time for you to just 20 bucks, I'll up. come scare the shit out of you. Yeah, stay in your, your car. job, and like everybody has a great night. Totally. <laughs> Moving on. There should be a Craigslist ad for that. I think you could really make some cheese there, brother. Tyler's going to get some messages. Hey, bro, would you really do that? You do that for 20 bucks? Did you do that? I got 20 on that. So I've been trying for years to get my little sister to go with me to a haunted house. I have been going with friends for years and always thought it'd be fun to go with her and see her lose her shit. One year, I finally get her to go with me to this haunted house. It was actually just the closest one I could find to us, far from the scariest around. We get there. She sees it as we drive up. Nope. She heard people (laughs) screaming from the parking lot, so it took 15, 20 minutes of convincing just to get her out of the damn car. (laughs) <laughs> Once we're out and making our way to the line, it gets real bad. She's pulling on my arm, getting hysterical. I looked around and saw the exit on the other side where people were coming out. Found a little batch of boys, maybe 11 or 12 years old, coming out with their dad. Dragged my sister over to them before they could reach the parking lot. I said, excuse me, sorry to bother you. Would you boys enjoy the haunted house tonight? Two of the three nodded, quickly saying yes, while the third said, it wasn't scary enough. I went to one last year much scarier. I look at my sister like, we good? She hated the display of bothering these people, so she agreed, and we got in the line. By the time it was our turn, she's just shaking and looks miserable. After a couple of rooms and getting the, you know, the first scare out of the way, she seemed a little better. But I had to keep getting her to move forward. We had to let these people pass us. It was just poor haunted house etiquette. We're probably just over halfway through, and someone saw her as the perfect scare bait, and oh, she yeah. was. And so this dude, twice her size, jumps out of a corner. Her immediate reaction was to shove and run, like I brought her to some real house of horror. The actor trips over some prop and falls directly on this old rusty cage. This thing is sticking out of his leg in multiple directions, and this is now an actual real horror scene. What? I grab a security guard outside who gets more staff, and we all help carry him outside where there's this little medic station. We waited with him until an ambulance quickly came. We both apologized out of our minds, my sister crying hysterically. He's getting carted away. She starts kicking and punching me, yelling, why did you make me come here? Oh, my God. Good times. God, good times. I I dragged you to crap you didn't want to go to all the time, but most of the time you you ended up liking it and you were cool. You were a trooper. (laughs) You were cool. You survived. You survived. I just wanted to be a part of the crowd. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be terrified. This is fun. I'm having a good time. Hold this when I tell you to shoot. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Been dating this girl for like two months. When October arrives. Thought it'd be a fun date to take her to a haunted house and, you know, she'd be scared, grab my arm, romantic. Well, I didn't pick the right haunted house at all. (laughs) We get there and wait in this two-hour line where she's freezing cold the whole time already. The mood is sour. Then we finally get to the front and they hand us each waivers that we're rushed to return to keep the line moving. And this allows them to touch you. New experience for me and her. Once out of the cold, she actually seemed to be liking it. This whole thing was starting to backfire. She's into it and laughing when she's supposed to be grabbing my arm scared, and I'm freaking out that they could touch you and losing my cool. (laughs) I saw a guy get grabbed and separated ahead of us. A girl get carried away. We get into the cemetery-looking place, and this guy literally flies out of a damn tree over us, and I'm looking everywhere but up. My God. By the time I even see it's this werewolf in mid-transition, I feel it down my leg. My date looks back like, wasn't that a good one? And I'm like, I shit myself in skinny jeans. 
<laughs> oh, the real, real horror begins. I had to oh, pretend I had to go to the bathroom badly so I can go check out the damage. And it was just awful. Not like throw out the pants bad, I was gonna say, but, but so trash? bad I actually had to tell her before we got back on my car. She would have found out shortly after. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to no. lie. I uh, shit myself in that haunted house we just went through. <laughs> Wasn't that a good one? Yeah, I shit myself. <laughs> a blast. Can we go home now? <laughs> By the way, my car's going to stink. Yeah. I'm Do real you have sorry. an extra pair yeah. of pants. Mm-hmm. You're going to smell my new car freshener. Men's it sucks. It smells like asshole. Mm-hmm. Horror say, shits. What do you say we take an Uber out of here? <laughs> we get my car in the morning. An organization I was part of in college decided to do an outing to a local haunted maze. When we get there and told them we had a big group, probably 15, 20 of us, they literally asked us if we would be willing to work the maze that night because they were understaffed and had a huge wait time. They dressed us up and sent us into the maze with no training whatsoever. It was fucking awesome. Go! Scare people! <laughs> I would love that. I'd no be like, training. yeah, I'm into yes. it. Well, what would their yes. training be like? It's just like rules of like, this is what you can and can't. Pretty much. Get away with. And like tips and... No real weapons. I'm glad you asked because now we are going to transition to a different set of stories. Okay. With Hell from Thought Catalog and its blossom, let's talk about some of the best stories from the staff. Here we go. At Haunted okay, House. So okay. not from the guests, but the staff. Not from the guest, From the employees. I caught this guy getting two blowjobs in the same night. Yeah. And I was like, get the fuck out of here, man. And he just kept going, kept getting blowies. And I'm like, dude, one more time and I'm going to forfeit your entry fee. I was following this couple all night and they were clearly just looking for a place to get a blowie. Not my corner. Get the fuck out. No. Is that, Everyone is that, thinks is that Tuesday's the most chill night and they could all come and get blowies. Well, you know what? Tuesday's blowy night. Everybody knows. It's a slow blowy night. Everybody knows those. I was a talking head on a table. A group of five people led by a girl comes into my room. When they get close to me, I say, hello, fairly nonchalantly. The girl in front screams and falls backwards with a domino effect, taking out everyone in her group and the group behind her. <laughs> nice. That's like pretty effective. That's like everything that you want from like, like as a staff Hello. member, it'd be like, and I win. I, I totally nailed it. Yeah, There's one for me. Nailed it. Nailed it. Check. Got seven in that last hello. My brother worked at a haunted jail in my town. He said it was all going well until like an hour before it ended. No one was showing up and he had to take a leak. So he decides to piss in the corner. As he unzips and starts, he hears this talking and commotion. Of course, he couldn't stop. So by the time a large group of people reached the cell and looked in expecting a scare, they saw a wolf man pissing in the corner. <laughs> he says the only thing he can do is turn his head and growl while he was pissing. <laughs> Might as well go with the character. You gotta play that one out. <laughs> Blake, I feel like you would totally do the same thing. <laughs> Sorry. Arr. Especially if you were dressed up, you would 100% do that exact same thing. I feel like, don't look at me. <laughs> I got to work in the special VIP attraction last year at my local place. It's basically a really dark trail in the woods, but the actors are allowed to touch guests. Oh, no. And this one guy shit himself. <laughs> no, yeah. there, there are a bunch of those. Hiding kind of sucks. I had to lay in the mud and grab at people's ankles and then chase after them. But the funniest thing in the world is the lanterns. We give them these little electronic hand lanterns as their only light source. And two guys have remotes that can turn them on and off. Every time, without scary. fail, the guy's girlfriend is yelling at him to stop turning the lantern off. It's even better if you have a really dark costume because then you can walk up behind them, lay your hand on their shoulder and say, yeah, don't turn the lantern off. Oh my God, that's <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Good. Okay. See, I would not do the woods. If somebody's like taking me in the woods and grabbing at my ankles and chasing me and, and it's pitch black, pass. Standard jump scare scene. A guy with a demon or whatever mask pops out and spoofs a tour and then disappears back behind the wall. But I'm new at this and it's my first night. I just know I'm excited and I'm going to get into it like they encourage me to. First time I pop out, I'm going to eat your ass. To remember, you're going to eat my what? <laughs> I just recede into the shadow as a myth 
and done for the night. <laughs> the right, maybe that was the Then the tour member one. says, that's fine. No, this is fine. It made me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Keep going. You're doing great. You're very scary. You can eat it. <laughs> I did volunteer once at a haunted house. I was like the chainsaw murderer or something like that. And I had a real electric chainsaw, but with a rubber fake chain. I jumped at one girl who was by herself, but I got no response. So I thought, damn, didn't get her. I looked away for a few seconds, see if someone else was coming. And she was on the floor, fainted, literally pooped herself. Oh, my God. <laughs> Froze her solid and then she just <laughs> fell Froze over her. and shit herself. Oh, no. I mean, that <sighs> that could be even more successful than the seven-piece domino effect. Yeah, that, I mean, that's quality stuff. Fainting goat syndrome. This one may even top that. My costume was vaguely like the girl from The Ring just a year or two after the movie came out. Little girl's dress, long black wig over my face. I was pretty tiny back then and quite flexible, so I could contort myself in pretty creepy ways. Add a strobe light and you've got some pretty terrifying movements. Without fail, it was always the huge football players in litter jackets who would absolutely lose their minds in my room, screaming and trying to climb the walls to get away, breaking and running, the whole works. Usually their girlfriends would just be standing by calmly. One guy's reaction was especially delicious. <laughs> Once he saw me in the corner, contorted but slowly uncurling to drag myself across the floor, he screamed, oh, hell no, and ran through the nearest wall. Oh just God. took it right out, made a plywood, <laughs> plaster, and some drywall. Someone else ended up having to take him to the first aid because even once I was out of character, he still couldn't stand to be near me. I won an award that year for best scare. Oh. <laughs> I mean, quality sounds scaring. Sounds like that was like, I mean, a winner. That would be fun. For the most house. injuries. Contortionist <laughs> crazy girl. Congratulations. Hey, everybody, congratulations. All right. Feel bad for the guy that went through the cage and had it coming out of his leg, dude. That would have sucked. Oh, Don't use cheap, see, rusty but like, cages. You know, yeah. when you're messing with people and their emotion, there's, yeah, they're. Fight or flight. You're going to get one flight. of the two. It's so, so true. Catch a punch or just watch them break something. I might do the same. I mean, I don't know. You can't promise that you wouldn't. I definitely couldn't promise that I wouldn't. I was a psycho chainsaw clown that chased people out of the exit of the haunt. And I'd say the funniest thing is when people lose their shit and just fall over each other. Also, some people just have literally zero survival instinct. And when I jump out and chase them, they don't run. They just immediately cower into a corner. I would yell, well, isn't this awkward? Just to make them laugh and usher them out. Also, girls throw more punches than guys do. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, That's what I'm sure. thinking. Like, I would totally. You, like, scare me the wrong way. I will hit you in the face. And that is just, I apologize. That I'm, is I'm just sorry for punching involuntary. you. Involuntary. Sorry about that. You let the tiger out of the cage. Family of five pulls up to a haunt one year when me and a buddy are working the lines. Mom, dad, middle sister, younger brother all get out. Oldest daughter refuses to leave the SUV. Dad comes up to us, hands me the keys to the car and says, go get her. What? Bring her in. My friend and I look at each other, then back at him, and I stop and take my mask off. Excuse me. I just want to make sure I heard this right. You're giving me the keys and telling me that you want me to go drag your daughter out of your car, kicking and screaming? Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. <laughs> just wanted to clarify. All right, let's go. <laughs> Sounds good. We're on our way. We both jog over there. She sees us coming and locks the door and looks all smug. I hold up the key fob and click unlock. Her eyes go wide as she hits the lock again. We do that a couple times before I walk up and put the key physically in the hatchback lock. Auto lock won't function if the key is physically turning the lock to open it. We start crawling into the SUV over the back seats, and she is scrambling and reverse crab walking between the bucket seats, where she actually goes into a full-blown hysterical paralysis and completely loses the ability to move or do anything. We decide that's enough and go give the keys back to the dad and said, I think we broke her. <laughs> That would be like so terrifying if you were a teen girl and like the keys to the car you were in where you're like your safety zone. It's like no, that bubble got no. popped, girl. <laughs> popped. I'm in the car now. She sounds like she deserves it. You know, like if dad was like, go get her. Oh, yeah. She was a bitch. She was a she bitch, was a bitch like, that year. You go get you her. Know? She's 13 Scared straight. It's like, you can go to yeah. prison. Spoiled little bitch. Or we get can her. go over to the haunted house and let the boys take a run at you real fast. <laughs> She'll be fine. Get her. I worked in a haunted house for eight seasons. 
Most of that, I was a zombie in the graveyard. For the last two years, I was chasing people with a chainsaw. Best experience of my life. I cannot tell you how many grown people I've seen piss their pants. And we had one dude shit himself. That was unfortunate. The local radio station held a contest, and the winner could go through our haunted house with a popular rock band. And afterward, the band was supposed to do some meet-and-greet thing outside. Well, we really gave the band a hard time throughout the house, yelling their lyrics at them and really giving it our all. <laughs> and at the end, they just ran straight out and directly to their bus. No meet and greet, no pass wow. and go. One of my favorite nights ever, though. <laughs> no meet and greet. Like, so done. So done. Was it, that would be funny. Was it yelling their lyrics. <laughs> Sounds like something a leopard would do. <laughs> it does. I worked at Fear Farm in Arizona. Customers signed waivers to come into my haunt because physical contact was allowed. The theme was a UFO breakout or something like that. A group of guys strolled in complaining about their jays getting dirty as they willingly entered the haunt with dirt floors. So my crew and I knew exactly what to do. Being a haunter got old from time to time, so we'd improvise and mess with customers instead of just scaring them. We each took handfuls of dirt and charged them, threatening to throw it on their jays. Words like a charm, as they were much more scared by the dirt than any jump scare. (laughs) One guy actually punched me in the face on accident, so I picked him up over my shoulders and ran away with him. He started screaming bloody murder, and my shoulder and back started to get really hot for some reason. We reached a safe zone, and I sat him down, broke character, made sure he was okay, and then I discovered that he straight pooped on me. It was an embarrassing night, getting us both cleaned up. He came through a few nights later, asking for the shit guy. Once he found me, he really apologized. Ten years later, we're best friends to this day. Poop on your friends, kids. Shit guy. (laughs) You want to make somebody your buddy, just shit on their shoulder. That's a funny, how did you guys meet? (laughs) Funny story. Definitely a bonding experience. (laughs) I think I've been to Fear Farm. I've been to most of them in Arizona. I think that was the one that I was thinking of. Really? Yeah, they start you out in a van. Like you're out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, this is the one that you've talked about before. Yeah, yeah. that's like, the one. Yeah, they start you out in the van and they like drive you through the middle of the road. Did you shake your pants? No, but it was <laughs> definitely the scariest shit that I've ever been on. Really? Yeah, because you just. So you're not surprised about the shit pants? I'm not. Not, <laughs> not even no, a little surprised. Not, not surprised. It's scary. One group had a big alpha dude talking shit the entire tour, but when they passed my friend, he snuck up on the group from the back and startled this guy. The Alpha then spun 90 degrees, sucker punched his girlfriend right in the face, didn't even realize it, and ran screaming out in a panic. Apparently, their relationship didn't survive the experience. (laughs) She probably already hated him anyway, and then he like accidentally punched her in the face. It's like, nope, fuck, I'm so... It's over. Fuck out of here. (laughs) Fuck off, Travis. (laughs) (laughs) It's been 20 years, but I'll never forget working in this haunted house at this major amusement park. I was wearing a full-body, fuzzy monster suit. I sat on some stairs right as you entered. One bro came in and said, there's a guy in that suit, and pushed me, and I just fell over. Oh, guess not, he said. As he turned to walk away, I slowly reached out and tapped on his shoulder. He turned around expecting to see one of his friends and found the monster's face right next to his own. He shit his pants, turned and shuffled out the entrance. (gasps) I could hear his friends laughing for the rest of the time they were in the attraction. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? You'll never let that down. There was a bunch of shitting your pants stories, I guess. That happens a lot, realize, apparently. I like, that many people shit their pants at haunted houses. It's a thing. I've shit my pants many times, but never at a haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> and with that said, let's take a break. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Something Crunchy, and I hope you're enjoying the episode. It now pays to crunch down every week because we're hooking you up with big discounts from big brands. Up to 35% off Invicta watches using code CRUNCHY and apparel from 8080, where in addition to 10% off using code CRUNCHY, every dollar you spend goes toward an entry into the Dream Car Giveaway. Don't forget to join the Something Crunchy Facebook group for updates, polls, and the web's crunchiest memes. You can find us on Twitter at crunch underscore cast. And feel free to send any questions in your track submissions to somethingcrunchy at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the show. 
we're back. Those are good stories. <laughs> good haunted house stories. Some quality yeah. haunted house stories. Let's move on. Yes. Blair. Yes. Biscuits. Yes. What's up? What is 2020's highest grossing movie so far? Oh. And keep in mind, in the there's box, less than two months. In the box office? In the box office. No idea. It's got to be a re-release. And it is. And it is. Star Wars? That's actually, I think, in second. They re-released the Star Wars movies, and that is actually in second. The first? What's the first? Is Hocus Pocus. No way. What? It is. It is. And if you remember last Crunchtober, it was when It Chapter 2 came out, and we talked about It Chapter 1 and Chapter 2, and compared it to the 90s one, we did a whole segment on It. It was a movie breakdown. We're doing it again this year um love it all things hocus pocus oh yes yeah. please players already watched it like five times this year of course <laughs> halfway through october it's on every day somewhere well with help from buzzfeed and vaccinate come we fly <laughs> oh, i just get so excited first and foremost because of this research, I am exactly today years old when I found out the dude's name is not Zachary Binks, it's Thackeray Binks. T-H? T-H. What? No. Yes. Thackeray? Thackeray. Thackeray? There was a novelist back in the 19th century named William Makepeace Thackeray, which was most often misspelled as, you guessed it, Thackeray. It's like we learned Mike Tyson is narrating Hocus yeah. Pocus. <laughs> no way. My name's not Ernie no more. It's Ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> Though it's a cult classic now, Hocus Pocus didn't do that well when it first came out in 1993, perhaps because it was released in July instead of September or October. <laughs> Didn't even have a terrible opening, eight million or so, putting it in fourth place in the box office that weekend. It fell to just over two million a few weeks later. Had bad reviews from the critics. Didn't help matters. Not surprising. Entertainment Weekly was particularly put off by the movie, calling it a piece of corny slapstick trash and saying it's acceptable, scary, silly kid fodder that adults will find mildly insulting, unless they're Bette Midler fans, in which case it's depressing as hell. Yeah. I mean, that was definitely what? a step back for Bet, but I don't know. Whatever. Everybody loves Hocus Pocus. The film took a long time to be made. It took a lot of reworking, too. Disney bought the script for Hocus Pocus eight years before the film was actually produced. Originally called Disney's Halloween House, the concept was much darker and scarier from the comedic film we've come to know. Generally speaking, films set around specific holidays or that time of year, it'll come like around for the holidays. So it right. is a little strange you would do it in the summer. I get why it yeah, didn't do well in the box office. July Halloween flick. But everyone loves that shit now. <laughs> Very well, quotable. It, of course. I'm obsessed with Hocus Pocus, please. Check out ironic. the new kid on the block. <laughs> It'd be ironic <laughs> if it came out now and people would love it. It'd probably make like $150 million if it came out in July 2020. Yeah, it probably would. You know? Well, it did. Like, yeah, it, re-released. It, yeah, re-released. Want we'll to talk about some fun facts about Hocus Pocus? Of course we want fun <laughs> yeah. facts. Hocus Pocus? <laughs> yeah, I'm like forever changed Thackeray. by Thackeray. That was the most fun fact I have. Why? That yeah. was the best I got. That was the most interesting <laughs> to me. I couldn't even talk about anything after Thackeray. <laughs> that was like, news I to, to me. start off with Thackeray. T.H. Thackeray. <laughs> fun facts. In many other countries, Hocus Pocus is called Apricadabra. Really? Instead of Hocus Pocus. I thought that was a different movie. It probably is here, but yeah, Hocus sure. Pocus is called Abracadabra in other countries. Turts. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah. The idea for Hocus Pocus came from David Kirshner, who was a producer and came up with this story. He created it as a bedtime story originally for his daughters. Max Dennison, Omri Katz, was named after Kirshner, whose middle name is Max. He likes to think of the character as his alter ego. Let's talk about Max for a minute. Max. Leonardo DiCaprio was offered more money than he had ever dreamed of to play Max. Wow. But he instead decided to do what's eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, well. Could have been a good move right there. I mean, <laughs> Gilbert Grape was one of his best performances yes, at that age. Yes. And Can I, you imagine how good Hocus Pocus would have been with Leo? It, it would have been so I much know. better. but It, it would have been so much better. It wouldn't have made Leo any better. I love Max Dennison. True. Very true. Omri Katz, but 
Leo. If you look back on, on Leo's career, Hocus Pocus wouldn't have been like a memorable one. It would have been like a, oh well, yeah, he was in that. I feel like <laughs> more people can do the Max Dennison character, but there's not a lot of people that can do the Gilbert Grape character. That's true. So I think he did the right thing. Yeah, he picked the Although, range on that. I would have loved more Leo and had Hocus Pocus with him. Rosie O'Donnell was offered the role of Mary Sanderson, but oh, felt that un- been good. She felt uneasy about playing a character who kills children, and that's why she turned it down. Oh, thinking way too deep about it. It's a Sanderson sister. It's a Sanderson sister. Yeah. They're witches. It's a comedy. It's yeah, a, it's a kid's. Yeah, Disney was doing. It. Yeah, like, it probably exactly. didn't read that way though. Like, it, I'm sure it turned into a comedy after they started doing the scenes, and they're like, "Oh, we can make this a little bit more lighthearted." And yeah, she's probably paper. like with me. Somebody would turn it into like, "Oh, so she's pretty literal." Rosie wants she, to kill. Yeah, kids. she took that as like, "Oh, I gotta kill kids." And they did say the original script was more dark and scarier. I actually do like the Mary. Before doing Hocus Pocus, Kathy Najimy, who won the role of Mary, was a huge fan of Bette Midler, who played Winnie Sanderson. Uh, she snuck backstage to two of her concerts to try and meet her, once dressed as a bunny for a singing telegram. She is like a, <laughs> a hardcore huge Bette Midler fan. Oh, so she was probably just like dying when she got she's the Mary a, part. Yeah. She's yeah. a great actress. She is. If I was she her is. and I was that big of a fan, I'd be just be sitting there staring at Bette the whole time right. watching her. She's also one of Jennifer Aniston's like best friends, I think, too. Really? Kathy, yeah. That's cool. I mean, yeah. I get it. Bet's pretty great. Yeah. I like Kathy a lot more than I like Bet personally. I love Kathy. Choreographer Peggy Holmes had lessons with Bet, Kathy, and Sarah Jessica Parker to choreograph exactly how they would ride their brooms or vacuum. <laughs> Holmes would actually ride with them in their cars to see how they drove. And then she incorporated that into their broom vacuum writing. Ooh, <laughs> smart. Oh, you're one of those real close to the steering wheel kind of types. I'm going to pull yes. that front so end on you. You're, you're a crazy I... fast driver. Like, you're going to be crazy fast on your broom. You're very aggressive. You're an aggressive yeah. flyer. So I like the research that they yeah, did. Yeah, that's interesting. Blair, what was the most memorable song from Hocus Pocus? Come, little children, I'll take the I, I put a spell on you. Definitely holds up. That arguably is most memorable for some, but I completely agree with you. Come, little children. And it was written by James Horner, who co-wrote and won an Oscar for My Heart Will Go On from wow. Titanic. Wow. Yeah. Well, then no wonder we were all sucked into that one. It's like... Written by a true genius. I mean, obviously, yeah. we would be obsessed. He was supposed to compose all of Hocus Pocus, but had to back out last minute, and John Debney was brought in. He went on to score Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ and Hannah Montana, the movie. Those are pretty far apart. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow, that's a range. Can you imagine going from one project to the other? Like, yeah, Whoa. working on the score for Passion of the Christ, Mel Gibson. The most then, serious thing I've ever done in my life. And then like slip right into some Hannah Montana, the movie. I bet <laughs> Hannah Montana, like that was probably a lot more dark and dramatic than it was like intended to be because of Passion of the Christ. Yeah, I bet you <laughs> yeah. paid more. If it came second. Probably paid better too. According to makeup artist Tony Gardner, they had to tone down some of the makeup after Disney deemed it too scary in early tests. So script, tone down, makeup, tone down, too scary. Tone it all down. You think of like the witches in like the 80s and like with Angelica Houston, they like her face rips off and she transformed. That was a lot more scary and a lot earlier than that, at least five years. Shit. Shit. In the script, Billy was supposed to call Winifred a bitch when he finally cut his mouth open. Oh, no. Doug Jones, who played Billy, thought it was too racy, and he changed it to Winch. He also wrote the rest of that monologue himself. Wow. Really? Yes. He had 300 years of buildup. He's got a lot to say, Jones recalled. <laughs> wow, when does that ever fly when an actor's like, you know, I feel like this is really how the scene should go. Those were real moss flying out of Jones' mouth after he cut the stitches open. They used like a dental dam some device to keep them from going down his throat. But when they cut open the stitches and the moths fly out, those are real moths. I did love that moment. Larry Bagby, who played Ice. 
<laughs> we <laughs> all love ice. Went on to recur as Larry Blaisdell on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and then played Marshall Grant in the Oscar-winning film Walk the Line. If you remember, he was like the bass player. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah, sure. in, That's hilarious. In the, in the trio from Walk the Line. Yes. Yeah. It's ice. <laughs> it's ice. Maybe Ernie no more. I love this whole segment, by the way. <laughs> so happy right now. You haven't now. stopped smiling in the last I know. half hour. It's not going away anytime soon. Permagrin over here. Yes. Oh, this is a fun, fun fact. Charles Rocket, who played Max's dad, Dave Dennison. Yes. Achieved Ginny Slate-like notoriety when he said fuck during the final moments of a 1981 episode of Saturday Night Live. There's a joke referring in Hocus Pocus to that moment when he asks Max how your school was. Max says, it sucked. And Dave tells Max, watch your language. It's actually a joke about his oh, saying fuck on Saturday Night Live. So that's why all the adults are like, oh. Uh, we remember that. I remember that. I remember that. You remember? Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Emily Binks. Um, Thackeray Binks. Can we go back <laughs> to Thackeray? <laughs> Do you remember that time when I told you it was Thackeray Binks? Did you know that player? Like, I had no idea. No. So you, you were today Zachary years old Binks. when you learned? Yeah. I would have never been like Thackeray Binks. So like, we've never no. had subtitles or anything for that, apparently, because... I would have never known. No. Emily Binks was played by Jody Amy Riviera, a.k.a. YouTube star Venetian Princess. She's like apparently a big Ooh, really? YouTube, YouTube sensation now. She is Emily Binks. <laughs> Obviously, Forever. everybody would want to see what's happening. So a lot of people like to say that the Hocus Pocus cat was actually used in the um, Sabrina, Sabrina, Sabrina Teenage, Teenage Witch. Yep. But there was actually nine real cats. I was going to say, there's probably like 15 cats playing this game. There was nine real ones that played Thackeray Binks. Ooh. Each of them had a different skill. So one was like there for swatting, one slept, one, they each had oh, a different skill. Sure. So yeah, what I want to know is how you keep like track of nine different solid black cats. Yeah. You know, you know, they're each is for your skill. Like, the jumper yeah. because I'm terrified <laughs> to see which one I go home with. At the end of the day, when those cats belong to somebody, you're like, yeah, he's, he's in one of the crates over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to pick up my black cat yeah. with yellow eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's one of those over mm-hmm. there. He's in six. <laughs> Five or six. Definitely one of those. Definitely five or six. You might want to hold him for a minute, get a feel for it. Just make sure that that's your cat. Uh, Jason Marsden, who also voiced Max in the Goofy movie and played DJ's rich boyfriend Nelson on Full House, voiced Thackeray Binks. Really? It was not the initial... Oh, it's not, it's not the real guy. Yeah, Steve. Steve. He voiced Nelson? Aladdin. Who's Nelson? That was the super rich kid. I don't remember him, but I... <laughs> Wasn't there the like a, for DJ? For DJ. DJ's boyfriend? I just remember Steve with Deej. With the hair. Yeah. Steve with the hair. He originally read for the role of Max. They didn't give it to him, but they, they needed him to we'll voice over. We'll give you a voice. Huh. We'll take your voice, not your face. Yeah. Sean Murray, who plays the human version <laughs> of Thackeray Banks in the film, was the voice of the cat version of Thackeray Banks first, but he had a contemporary voice. So they had to dub him over with the voice that was more true to the time period. Marsden actually had to dub over Murray's lines as well so that both the cat version and the human version of Binks had the same voice. So the boy that you see coming out with the human version yes. of Zachary, Zachary of Binks. That's not his that's real not voice? not his real voice. Oh, my God. Oh, I need to watch it again. Wow. Like now. That's some good really? editing right there. Yeah. I'm no like idea. watching the kid right now. That's, that's not, not his real his voice. voice. No. No, the same voice for the cat they and the kid, well, but they then. overdubbed it. Yeah. If you haven't seen the movie by now, spoiler alert, okay? The witches die. And they kind of die in a kiln. The reason why I bring this up is actually because of Max. He's celebrating in front of a house that may seem a little familiar, Blair. It's the house from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. No. What? And just down the street, the same witch house from the TV show Bewitched. Oh, in the house Thora Birch's character lives in during her later film, American Beauty, also makes an appearance. What? All in the same street. Wow. My mind is blown. The That's Christmas Vacation House. The Christmas block. Vacation House? My mind in is blown. In Hocus Pocus, it gets better. How have I never noticed this? Houses aren't the only recognizable things to pop up in the film. Your fountain from Friends, it's yeah. in there too. What? It can be seen behind Danny and Allison while they're also celebrating the deaths of the witches. 
There's oh the, the giant friend's fountain gosh. and yeah. the house behind the fountain. You could see that whole same park, that whole area is used in Hocus Pocus. Mind blown. Need to see it again right the second. <laughs> oh as God. soon as it's like we're done, like I might already start it now. Thanks, everybody. Good night. We're yeah. going to watch Pocus. Can y'all finish? Because I like seriously need to know. I need to see this now. Midler got the statue treatment to the extreme for this film. And it was only for one scene. Seven statues in her likeness were made for that one scene where her character goes poof in the sunlight. You can even check out one of the statues along with Winifred's spell book at Planet Hollywood in Orlando. So she was just like, no, this one just doesn't do it for me. I think they made seven statues of the same thing for, like, for the movie and then for different I thought purposes. they kept yeah. making different ones because she like, didn't approve <laughs> nope. of like, nope. how they yeah. did Don't the like face. It. Or like, nope. oh, my lips are off. Next. <laughs> <laughs> nope, try again. After the sixth weird. one, they're like, bitch, this is it. Okay. <laughs> There's a bunch of nitpicky BS we can get into about how certain things weren't invented yet or how stupid it was that Max just opens up a brand new Zippo out of the box from a dusty old gift shop in the abandoned Sanderson house and lights it without needing any lighter fluid. That just drives me (laughs) fucking nuts. But let's not go through all of those. I do want to mention there was a major point in the storyline that we really need to highlight. The Halloween full moon. This film was set in 1993. There wasn't a full moon on Halloween in the real world that year. In fact, the previous Halloween fully was in 1974. And the next set to happen, 2020. Oh, God. Of course. Like, why am I so not surprised to hear that? No wonder this is about such a crazy year. Halloween fully. Mercury is in (laughs) retrograde. We're fucked. There's been a lot of talk over the years about a sequel. Unfortunately, most of it has been just that talk. Our three leading witches all expressed interest in coming back for round two, but Midler later changed her mind, saying she didn't like the idea of a sequel. In 2010, a Hocus Pocus porn parody was released, though. <laughs> That's worth getting into. <laughs> yeah, That's right. <laughs> we'll delve into that next week. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, two weeks from now yeah <laughs> wait they're all three in the reboot right in the porn they're not no, no not in the, the porn. reboot not the porn the witches there isn't a reboot the 2020 hocus pocus they all in it what are you talking about the full moon comes the full back moon's in, 2020. in 2020 no i know but isn't there like an it was re-released in 2020. Oh, re-released. It's a re-release. God. The original films. Way off. In my head, I was getting so excited. Like there was just a new Hocus Pocus you didn't know about? Yeah, that's all. Like, why am I just like, <laughs> like fucking fucking the only fucking person to not see this? Bet's back. Hocus <laughs> Pocus again. Bet? We talk Bet, about every boot, everything on here. Like we wouldn't have talked about it, Like, oh yeah, Hocus Pocus just casually oh, coming out. By the way, it's out. Everybody saw it but you. Let's move on to our jam of the week. Everyone knows the best rock songs are about getting on drugs or getting off of drugs. Mm -hmm. Out of Charlotte, North Carolina, this is Disease by Scars Remain.
this one wow. definitely hit home for me. Good stuff, guys. Scars Remain has influences ranging from Alice in Chains and STP to Metallica and Bullet for My Valentine. They came out swinging and now have released three singles working with Pangea Productions. Currently, they are celebrating their latest release, What I've Become, which is available on all streaming platforms. Keep sending those tracks to somethingcrunchy at gmail.com. There's no G in something. And come social with us. We're on the gram at Something Crunchy, and our Facebook group will keep you laughing during the week. Come get weird in the Something Crunchy Facebook group. It's not suitable for work, just like we are. That's right. <laughs> this wraps up another episode of Something Crunchy, and come back next week. It's the last sort of Crunchtober, so you know it's going to be a good one. As always, don't forget to live your crunchiest life. Be crunchy to one another. Cheers. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening. Is it Najimi? Najami? Najami? I even looked it up earlier. Son of a bitch. Fuck. I hate my life. <laughs> Hokey pokey. Natalie You Jane also with me. said something weird with, yeah, hocus pokey. Well, that just needed to be done. <laughs> Over $120,000 for Come on, ad. I just need the pronunciation. Come on, political ad. Kathy Najimi. Najimi. Kathy Najimi. Kathy. Kathy Najimi. Okay. Shit. Shit. <laughs> Fuck off, Travis. <laughs>